honesty hour, I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Strange on Purpose is a show hosted by misfits, entrepreneurs, and creatives. We interview some of the top minds on the planet, highlighting their stories, accomplishments, and deliver it to you in an actionable audio experience. This series is for the humans that don't mind going against the grain in order to achieve their goals. For the people that see the world differently and understand that there are lessons all around us. It's for the misfits, the rebels, the go-getters, and the people that are growing on purpose. I had the opportunity to interview Angela Quigley, who is the owner, co-owner of Married in Milwaukee. And we talked about a lot of things that I just don't talk about, which is relationships and entrepreneurships and entrepreneurship. And it's just something that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with. And she's just crushing it with her husband as her business partner. So I'm super excited about this episode. Again, if you like what you hear, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review on iTunes. And here's the episode. So now that my dog is kicked out of the, the podcast room, I just want to thank you for coming on the Strange on Purpose podcast. I'm excited. I'm excited too. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time coming. It has been a long time. We were just talking about it. I've known you since, well, I forgot, 2014, like 2013. Something like that. And you've been crushing it. Yeah. Thanks. And you've grown a lot and you're doing a lot and your son is dope. Yeah, he is pretty awesome. So for those that don't know who you are, can you intro yourself? Yeah, I'm Angela Quigley and I co-own a company called Married in Milwaukee. Um, I run that business with my husband. We've been doing it for, um, we actually are in our eighth year, so we've been doing it for seven years. Um, I like to always tell the story. I come from a corporate background, and so my life is completely and drastically different now than it ever has been at any point in my life, much less what I ever imagined I'd be doing at this phase in my life. Um, and, And life is good. That's awesome. And for this, like, I, w- I want to do something that I've never really done, which is, like, dive into, like, the relationship aspect of entrepreneurship, because it's something that's just not talked about a lot. It's something that I've always kept private, like, personally, and, like, it's just really, really hard being an entrepreneur, and your business partner is your husband. Yeah. Can you just talk a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say that that helps significantly from, like, that being uh, alone because I think that, but even even so, I definitely I definitely still have a lots of feelings of being alone as an entrepreneur and have over the past years. Um, I think, you know, working with my husband, it's uh, it's not for everybody, but it works really well for us. Um, mm. And I think it's caused our relationship to grow even stronger. Um, but you ever hear those people talk about there's certain categories of like relationships or things in your life? So whether it be like family, um, friends business relationships, like all these things, um, how you can't do everything. And that's definitely what I feel like I recognized over the past um, eight years of doing this, you know. So like the list, like fitness and relationship, friends, fam, that? Yeah, Yeah. you know, like where it's like, I I think it's realizing that you can't have it all. Um, You know, I think there's a misconception that um, if you lean in, you can have it all and you can have all those relationships and you should and you should take everything on your plate and do all of the things. Um, and, and there's a pressure to do that. And I would say, you know, I've, I've now I really feel I've learned that 
that balance. Yeah. Um, but on that same token, I, I don't really have, I have a lot of friends, but I don't have a lot of really close friends. I don't have a lot of people I can really, um, I have my best friends since uh, grade school. Like that's like, that's my heart right there. Like I love her, but she also really isn't a fan of networking. So it's kind of like, you know, so it, it's like these segments of friends that I've had to try and find and then throw in being a mom, um, throw in being owning your own business, throw in, throw in like leaving that friendships change over time in general. Um, it's really hard. I've even, uh, I haven't really executed on it, but even explored the thought. Have you heard of the app called Bumble? Yeah. So it's technically yeah. a dating app, right? But like there's a, the, you can switch it on and off where you can be like in a professional realm or you can even find it in a friendship realm. And, you know, I've had thoughts like I'd like to go venture that realm, but then, but then it hits me and it's like, I don't even have time to like try and foster that, like yeah. what friendships mean. And it's like dating for friends almost. So it's um it's been interesting to navigate that. So but I always I keep trying to focus on the positive of like how many great relationships I have. Um and 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 even if they might not be as deep as I want them to be, uh I'm grateful for the people that are in my life now. Yeah. And and it again it does help having um a husband like like so that, like he is like number one and like, you know, I get to like you know, if I'm having a really bad day, like he gets to listen to everything and help me through it. So having that there definitely helps. No, I feel that. And especially like just going, just backtracking a little bit. Um, the deep thing, like I, I freaking hate surface level stuff. Like I, I think that's the reason why I also only have a very, very um, small group of close knit friends. And then I, I know a lot of people and I talk to a lot of people, but going back to the your husband and him being like the one and like the one that like, yo, like he knows everything and just like loneliness in general as an entrepreneur. Like one thing that I found is like, it's either I'm alone or like, okay, I have someone. And then like, it's so, it's so hard to open up and so hard to show them the things that you're going through because they've never gotten through it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but Absolutely. can you talk a little bit about um, what that is like going through those things with somebody because yeah. I have partners, but still like it, maybe it's the same when you're married, but I have partners, but still it feels like it's, it's all on me. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm alone all the time. Yeah. Um, well I know like for Greg and I, uh, we really had to, um, myself in particular, we had to kind of segment our life. So in essence, like there's business Greg and Angela, and then there's husband and wife, Greg and Angela, mom and dad, Greg and Angela. Um, and, 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 and I think that, um, but on that same side, when we own a business together, everything's commingled too. Yeah. Um, so we, I remember, I, I tell a funny story of like, when I first started working and I left my corporate job to do Married in Milwaukee full time, I remember having to take a step back and have a conversation with Greg and be like, okay, like, you know, I'm used to you being like husband Greg, like, oh my God, baby, you're so, you're so beautiful. Like, I love what you did. I'm so proud of you. And then, uh, and then it got to be like, well, did you get that email out? When are you going to do that? You know? And it was just like, whoa. So like, we had to have these discussions to kind of balance that out when your person that you're, you know, in a relationship with, um, is, is your, also your business partner. But, but I would say, um, I, for me, it's been, 
invaluable to have that person that I can like be completely candid with. Um, we had something happen even this morning that it looks like somebody might have, um, not might have, they, they copied us. Mm. And I was pissed yeah. and I still am. Um, but having Greg there to talk through, um, like suggest maybe we wait to respond to it until the weekend, you know, until Monday, like, you know, help me guide through those. So I'm not making those rush decisions to, you know, send an angry email that I'm going to regret later. Um, you know, those kinds of things. I also think too, um, having a, a partner or, you know, a person in your life with your business that is, is sees things differently than yeah. you, um, is super helpful. So, you know, I, I'm more of a feeler. I'm more of like, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm also a huge self judger and, you know, I'm really harsh on myself. Mm. So having Greg there to kind of like talk through those things, he's able to kind of, you know, bring me down from that and make me not as, um, upset or, or, um, and then I think on the same token too, I add a little bit of feeling to Greg, you know, and, um, that, you know, let's think about, let's have that empathy and think about what is that person thinking about this situation? Also, should we address this stuff now so that we don't have to deal with it later? Cause I think Greg's more of like, let's push yeah. things off and not. So it's like this constant balance. Um, and it, but that being said, it's this, I don't get to make decisions on my business by myself. So, or in life really, yeah. you know? Um, so that, that's an interesting conundrum of like, you know, when you have a, versus on you're on your own, you could have the best creative idea and just run with it. But like, if you have a partner, while you can talk to them and they can help you see the challenges you might encounter, they also you might never do that idea. Yeah. Because of, you know, your partner isn't on fully on board. Um, Pros so and cons. Each. Absolutely. I like absolutely. what you say about balance. I was just me and Izzy, um, one of my business partners. Izzy, we just met with a business coach. She um, put us through like this exercise. Basically, she's like, "Okay, I want you to answer alone, right? I'm going to name off these different parts of your business, and I want you to rate them on a scale to one to ten, right? Like, how good is this? How bad is it? And we each went. And like, I'm super visionary, right? Like, I'm super <laughs> optimistic. I'm like, yeah, like we're great, we're great, we're great. And he's super like down here. Like, he'll poke holes in things. Mm -hmm. And even before we met with her, I was like, okay, yeah, we need less visionaries on the team. Because otherwise, we're just going to take on too much. We're going to try to do too much. And we need people that actually do and people that poke holes and just let me be up here. And we have that balance. And even like everybody within the team, like, and I think like a lot of people jump into, hey, like, I want to start this business. Like, you're cool. Let's do this. But they don't actually assess like, okay, like, you're not this type of person. I'm this type of person. Like, we probably won't mesh. And I think like almost like when you're picking a business partner, if you are going to business with someone, it's it's kind of like dating, right? Like, do, do we do we bash? Like, do we work? Like, where's that balance? So I like I like that you said that a lot. That's cool. Yeah, and and um, you know, I think that that one thing I had to learn as a I, I consider myself the visionary mm. too of our business. Um, and, and and not that Greg doesn't have great vision, yeah. but yeah. you know, uh, it, it's that realizing that when he pokes holes or brings the challenges that I don't internalize that as is all oh, your idea is horrible and you're yeah. stupid, you know, that that kind of stuff. Um, which I don't know. I, I think there for me having being so hypersensitive and knowing that about myself now, 
Um, I'm grateful that I get to run the business with my husband who knows everything about me versus if I were doing it with somebody that didn't know everything or didn't, you know, know me that well, I would probably, I may have that many more challenges getting over, um, the judgment or otherwise I'd be like, can I cuss on this? Like, (laughs) I'd be like, fuck it. You know, like, you know, I'm just going to do my own thing. It's kind of one or the other for me. I'm like black or white sometimes. And. Um, so I think that's definitely an advantage of having somebody that you trust to be your partner. And yeah. it's tempting not to like get that, you know, I don't want to use too much of that cliche, shiny object syndrome, but in essence, like, I mean, I'd say as an example with Married in Milwaukee, we probably have 20 to 30 different revenue generating ideas that we could, and we've talked about this yeah. before, um, that we could launch on today if we really wanted to. And in fact, we've moved down paths as we've like encountered that. And, th- and then, you know, as Greg's like, well, you know, like how much of our time is that going to take? Well, how much work and, you know, what are we going to have to do? And, um, and then, you know, Craig is kind of more that anti-partnership meaning like, let's do all this on our own and let's keep doing it that way. Um, so I, 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 and I, I I can appreciate that because to a certain degree, because sometimes when you bring people in, if you are the same, like you're just going to be spinning your wheels and, you know, and, and, and things like that. So, uh, again, having somebody that you can, so whether it's a business coach or somebody that you can really work through and bounce ideas off. Yeah. I definitely, that that's huge when you're owning your own business where you can do anything, yeah. you know, versus like if you own a coffee shop, you're going to do a coffee shop. You know, that's what you're going to do uh, Agreed. versus like us where it's like this creative space where it's like you really could start working in this and start working in this and it's trying to focus. It's hard yeah. though. No, I agree. And I, Ultimately, I think it comes down to self-awareness and really knowing yourself and what you need around you. Because I was a solopreneur before and like, it sucked, but sometimes I'm like, damn, like I miss that. Like yeah. I miss just like, okay, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to go to a coffee shop. And it's not that I can't do those things because I can, but totally. it's like I've worked myself back into a job. And now like I've made it like my mission to just know everything about everyone on my team. Because if I know how you work, then okay, like we're going to, I'm going to put someone here. We're going to do this. Okay. And I can like, it's like a science experiment. So I don't know. Um, sometimes I miss the the solo, like doing it on my own, but having a team is just ridiculous. And having people that actually like, like get the vision or moving towards that. Like it's just, I wouldn't change that. Well, and you anything. can actually do stuff, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I mean, you can all get I'm started. doing is what I actually want to be doing, yeah. which is beautiful. Totally. How did you know that it was going to work business partner wise for you too? Um, I think, you know, Greg and I have been together a really long time, um, which is so dope. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, we've been married for 12 years together for, longer than that. Um, and, and, and I think, uh, we have always done a good job of like, what does Greg bring to the table in the relationship and what do I bring in balancing those? And I think like, it's funny because I know I've changed a lot over the, the, the span of our relationship. And that's probably my biggest tip for people. And you think about relationships is know that your partner is going to change, know that that's a good thing and, and grow together and keep constantly communicating about how you're changing, 
Um, I would say too, like, you know, with some of the movements, like in, in, from a feminist perspective, you know, I think maybe 10 years ago, that word wasn't necessarily out there as much. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know if I would have classified, my, classified myself as a feminist back then. Um, but now I definitely do. And so to like have, you Same. know, yeah. So, so to be able to yeah. like express that to my husband and, and my partner, I should say, like, you know, that I'm different, you know, I, Oddly enough, I used to be have very conservative thoughts based on how I was raised. I'm totally different now. Um, and I think, but I used to joke and I'd say, well, Greg, how do you think you've changed in this relation? And be like, I'm the same. I'm great, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so I always appreciated, appreciated his uh, his uh, self-awareness and his, his pride or like, you know, he, he had a good sense of self yeah. um, that I didn't really have or wasn't raised with. And so, but but now we're kind of at this point where I think Greg definitely admits that he's changed and, and that he's grown for the better and that we've grown together and, um, and, and, and growing together allows you to become closer as you get, grow together and get older together. And, yeah. um, and I don't want to be the same. I don't want to be the same person tomorrow that I was today. I want to always be getting better and better and better. How do you deal with that mentally? Because at least for me, like... I've noticed like recently, like, okay, like I'm no longer like eating ramen noodles and like barely paying rent and things like that and struggling my ass off mm -hmm. to make something happen. I'm still like, you're like, yo, you got to like pour the money back in the business. But um, I've been so focused on doing that I, I've changed into this person. I've built this persona and I have this amazing sense of self. And then now everything's changing. Right. And I feel like a fucking old man now. Like, <laughs> Just the way that I think about things, it's way more analytical. Sure. And like I'm I'm more reserved than I've ever been. I'm always thinking about things and just me as a person, I feel so different. And now like I'm getting out of my head, but after talking to that business coach, like or before talking to that business coach, I wasn't. I was in my head. I'm like, what the hell is going on with me? Like, but how do you deal with that change mentally? Because I know it's continuous and I know you're gonna change even more. And I know like for sure me as well. Like, how do you be open to that as yeah. it's happening? Yeah, I, I think um, a couple of things for me, it's, um, well, number one, I'll say you brought up something that when you were young, you would write things and then throw them out, you yeah. know, like, you know, you didn't want to look back at it because you were kind of embarrassed by how that was. Um, I was, I was like that. I still am like that. So I think number one for me, it's looking back at how I was, um, whatever that aspect might be and, and not having being ashamed of it, but mm. more trying to focus on the positive of how much I've grown from that point yeah. and, and then appreciating that, number one. But then number two, I think we don't value that that sense of boredom or being, you know, not having anything to do. Um, when I, you know, Greg's helped me out with that a lot, <clears throat> but, you know, I definitely am that person that if I have a free moment, I'm kind of like, well, what am I not? I should be doing something. I have a huge to-do list. I mean, that's the thing as an entrepreneur too. Your to-do list Cheever. never ends, yeah. never. And so you're constantly, you know, thinking like, well, if you have a free moment, you're like, well, I should be working on this. Um, but I think taking that time to like not have things going on, to just veg out, listen to music, have a beer, you know, do whatever you do to kind of like help you remove yourself from your situation and do that. But as an entrepreneur who's I see, like, like for you too. Like, you, I mean, you work a lot, you know, and so I do. Yeah, I'm chilling though. Yeah, like, well, that's good. That's no, good. No, like, yeah, I've really like focusing on my health and trying to take <laughs> care of myself and just enjoying what I'm doing. And I've always like, again, like going back to the writing, like 
not like when I was really little, like I would rip up these stories. But um, even like when I started my first business, like I sold my PlayStation and things like that. And I love video games, right? Like I want to own an esports organization. I talk about that all the time. I was just posting something about that. Like, like I always beat myself up for playing video games and liking them. Yeah. And now like I'm, I don't give a fuck. Like I'll play like three hours a day so long as I got my stuff done. Totally. Right? Like really trying to take care of myself and not, not overwork. And that business coach is like, He's like, okay, Q, you've been a full-time entrepreneur for three years. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for 21 years. And throughout all of these, I've sold companies, I've built companies, I have equity problem, like 20. Most of them don't make anything, but I have <laughs> equity in all of these. And all of these, through all this time, I've seen so many entrepreneurs fall, so many entrepreneurs spiral. Some even like aren't even here today because they didn't take care of themselves. And rarely, the ones that succeeded was it an issue of them not working hard enough. Mm. It was because... Like innately, like entrepreneurs are always going to work hard, right? Mm -hmm. It was never that. It was always they didn't take care of themselves. So I'm just trying to, I don't know. That was a rant. I don't even remember (laughs) talking about it. No, I mean, I think it just comes down to that. Like it's, you have to take time for yourself. Um, You know, and I I can only imagine like, you know, me and Greg don't have a team, but like I can only Mm -hmm. imagine how it adds a whole nother layer of responsibility, um, complexity of trying to take breaks when you have partners or staff, you know, um, that's, that's, or people you're working with or people that you feel responsible for to generate work. Having kids. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. You're right. Like not, not the same, like definitely not the same, but it feels like that. Like you feel sense of ownership, which is weird. And my team's not huge or anything, but I can't even imagine how people like run companies. It's like freaking, like I just blows my mind, but Delegation it, is what I keep hearing. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, it's hard to do that, right? It's hard to delegate the people part. Absolutely. Well, and your guys' business is so, um, it, it, it hits you in your heart. So, like, yeah. how do you, like, how do you outsource that kind of stuff that you're, yeah. you're really trying to speak from the heart? And, um, so I, I think what you've done of like allowing a lot of your, your folks to kind of be front and center and give them space to be able to tell their stories and, um, I don't know. You've, you've assembled a badass team, Q. You know? Appreciate it. Yeah, for I, sure. Like, literally, I think we're misfits, man. Like, yeah. I, I think it's just, I think if you give anybody the opportunity to shine in what they actually, like, in their arena, like, they'll shine. Like, I don't think it's, I think everybody's a genius. Like, Brema shirt, like, genius from the hood. It doesn't matter where you come from. I think everybody has an ability to shine. It's just a matter of finding it. Absolutely. And I think, personally, that's what I'm best at, finding finding people's potential and just amplifying I love it. that. Like I, me too. Like, it's yeah. fun. It, it really is. But That's an interesting conundrum, though, that you bring up of, I think, and I'll say, you know, there's tons of media articles that kind of rag on millennials, for instance. Mm. So that thought of, like, you know, how it's perceived as a negative that the millennial generation appreciates or likes individuality and that they everybody's special. Um I actually really love that concept and it's exactly what you just said. Like everybody is special and, you know, in their own way. And if they can find, you know, their passion, um, you, you can, you can make a living out of your passion. I would say. thousand percent. That's like, like my mission. Like I, I believe that everybody's special and I believe that they're not. And it's kind of, it's always been like this, at least internally. It's like, Hey Q, you're special, but Q, you're not shit. And the reason, like, I like the whole, like, just Q thing, it, like, people are like, yeah, I should just call you Q, right? But for me, it's like, no, like, I'm not shit. Like, I'm just Q. I'm just this <laughs> dude that decided that I wanted to do something. And that's why I'm special, right? Because I decided I wanted to be, and literally anybody can do that, so. It's true. I don't know. No, it's so true. Um, it, I think, too, like, you know, back to, I, I think 
I would say one thing that has, oddly enough, really, I mean, changed my life or changed my perspective is probably having a child as well. Mm. Um, And I won't spend too much time on talking about that, but when you get to witness this this person and this human being like getting raised by two loving people and and getting supported yeah. and and like allowing them to have dreams and 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 not and encouraging those dreams like at this age like why not encourage whatever they want to do cuz it doesn't really matter at this point just the fact that they actually have something they're interested in yeah. um you know coming from a place of you know, I was the first person to go to uh, college in, in my family and went for accounting because it was something I could do, you know, and, and the security of always having a job. You know, I know that like with my little guy, I hope that, you know, I, I don't plan to require him to go to college or, you know, like any of those kind of general rules. I kind of want to just let him figure it out. Um, as parents right now, I, it's this, this like, oh, put them in all the sports so that they can like know or all the activities so they can yeah. know. Um, and I think me and Greg have taken a little bit more of a chill hippie approach. Like if he comes to us and says he wants to do something, you know, we'll, I love that. we'll make that space, you know, like things are going to change so much anyway. But I think so. Too. I think like as a society, like we're so like, yeah, you can do anything you want to do, Jimmy, like anything like th- I heard it too. But then like, actually, when you want to do anything you want to do, it's like, ah, no, you probably shouldn't do that, Jimmy. Yeah, like, that's true. like, it's so sad. So mm-hmm. it's cool. It's cool to see that. And I, I think it is like a, a shift with, I think like how I raise my kids is going to be mm-hmm. very different. Um, even to how you raise your kids, even sure. like definitely to how like I was raised because yeah. the things that we're going through, the things that are coming. So totally. That's and, cool. And it's a, so one more thing about kids too, because that was like, I had a conversation with another dad yeah. recently and, and just this, this thought of like, we're all parents and we're not meant to raise our kids the exact same. Mm. So like stop reading all those rules and books about what you're supposed to be doing. Kind of, you know, do it from the heart. And as long as your child knows they're loved and are constantly told that and live in a, in a positive kind of happy environment, they're going to be fine. So, you know, my kids on a, I was huge in scheduling his, his sleeping. Like, so he's just a huge, he's a great sleeper now. But I have <laughs> friends that were like, oh, whenever they're tired, they'll go to sleep. But they're loving parents. Like, yeah. I, that's not my style. But, yeah. you know, and, and that, that whole comparison of whatever category you're looking at, that can be good and bad. But in general, it seems pretty bad. It seems Agreed. like to compare yourself is just not a good good place to be it's a waste of time because mm-hmm. anything can work anything can work i probably like stayed up like hours and hours playing video games as a kid my mom doesn't know that but <laughs> i probably did like, sorry mom like, <laughs> but i mean i'm i'm okay right like i'm not dying like totally i'm a somewhat decent human being <laughs> um <laughs> going back to relationships yes, i wanted yes. to i had a thought and i forgot uh, um i don't know maybe just i don't know just Every entrepreneur, not every, but a lot of entrepreneurs that I meet, like their relationships just suck. And I think going back to like what you said about that list, like, hey, take care of your health, take care of your mind, right? Like take care of your, spend time with family, friends. I don't know the exact list, but this list, and you can pick, I think, three on there. Yeah. You can't focus on anything more than that. Would you say that's why a lot of entrepreneurship's relation, entrepreneurs' relationships suck is because they want to do all those things, but they haven't taken the time to, um, taking the time to really say like, yeah, I want a significant other, or yeah. I really want to focus on my health. Is that the reason, or is it like? Well, I actually that the th- the three like pick three. I would say it, 
in my life, it's probably a little bit looser than that. It's more like, in, remember, I'm an accountant. Yeah. And I still have that number mindset in my head. <laughs> um, it, it's more of a percentage base. Like, mm-hmm. where are you going to allocate the most percentage of your, your yeah. what you can give of yourself? Um, I think if you say three, then this, sometimes that can be a little bit too overwhelming. Well, if I pick these three, what about this fourth thing that's super duper important? Yeah. Um, and I so, like that. yeah, so it's kind of, it's, it's really, tr- but you do have to, you have to do the percentage in, in essence. You can't do everything. You can't meet with everybody. I remember me- meeting somebody um, at a big or a big uh, ad firm. I think it was Ann Zizzo of Zizzo Group, mm. and I remember her saying, "Man, we need." It was right when Married Milwaukee was starting up. We need to set up a time to meet, like you know, blah blah blah. And I was like, "I I don't have." I don't even know what I talked to you about. You seem so important. Like, I don't, you know, like I would feel, I felt like a waste of time. So I never set that meeting up, you know, and I sometimes look back at that, but I don't, I look back at it a little bit of regret, but in essence, I look at it as like in that phase of my life, I just wasn't ready to have that meeting. Um, And I think uh, it's just how it worked out for my life. I'd say with the business too, we're kind of in this place now. We have a great lifestyle business, meaning like it's, it's. Um, I'd like to, to, you know, be making us a little bit more money than it is right now, but um, which doesn't everybody kind of say that? You know, I wish I was putting more in savings. I yeah. wish I was paying this bill off quicker. You know, whatever that means. Um, but, but I think that I, I like we can either decide to completely expand and like have to like dedicate time to do that. Um, Shift your percentages. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and so we haven't made that very conscious effort to carve out the time to dedicate some of our percentage to that effort yet. Um, when we do, then we'll be successful at it, but you have to carve out time, which is challenging. Um, so yeah. And, and I mean, I've, I wouldn't say I've lost friends, but I've grown away from a lot of friends. Um, and that's where I've had to be, instead of you know mourning too, too long on those losses, more focusing on, well, it has brought Greg and me closer. Um, I do, like, it's, it's made me actually more closer to my best friend, too, I feel like. I'm more, like, methodical about, we need to get together. We need to get together. We need to, like, grab brunch. Um, and, and more thoughtful about where my time is spent. Um, in that sense. So it's, it's, again, it feels like it's, it's, I've had to shift my perspective, stop being regretful of things I don't do and being grateful for the things I do do. Yeah. Do do. I just said do do. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you have a kid. It's funny. I like that. And I really like the percentages thing. We did that um, basically for our company because we own three different companies underneath our company, basically. Mm -hmm. So basically like 95% goes to the agency and then break it up from there. Like it's, Super, super helpful, and you know where energy is supposed to be spent. So I agree. Yeah. Um, pause. Okay. <laughs> um, if you could leave, if you could put one thing on a billboard, let's say, one thing on a billboard, tell the entire world, what would that thing be? Oh, so I say, I, I mentioned I, I struggle with um, kind of self-doubt and, and worrying about what other people think about me. Mm. Um, a lot. Uh, I've gotten a lot better at it over the years, but I have these three mantras I kind of put relationships through, and it's um, it's and I put them in this order, and it starts with always be nice um, or kind, however you want to look at that. Uh, assume positive intent, and then haters gonna hate. And it's kind of <laughs> like if you I know, love if, that. yeah, if somebody makes it to that third where it's the haters gonna hate, you just have to write them off and move on. Um, 
there's Milwaukee has a challenge with the haters in the town. We're really excited to embrace folks that are newbies and up and coming and get excited about that. But then once we really need the help and we're kind of in that growth phase, people are like, eh. yeah, you know, you're on your own. You better, you got to, got to do this on your own. And yeah. then when you get here, maybe I'll say, I knew you when, and then I'll be mad when you don't give me credit. Don't step in my lane. Yes. Like, yeah. A thousand yes. percent. I, so, I dig that. Yeah. Lastly, what, what about you goes against the grain? What makes you misfit? What makes you strange on purpose? Well, I would say, you know, I thought about that just in that <laughs> misfit sense. Um, cause I saw you on your Ted talk was awesome loved oh you it, were there it. i was i you was were. i loved it loved it loved it you're my favorite human being <laughs> Thank you. I um it. yeah yeah so i i think i would say i'm a misfit because i i've had to go through a lot of self-discovery to kind of become the person i am now um and so i feel that i'm one of those people and, and gray is too like we as partners we are one of those folks that can like network with anybody. I can go to a corporate event and like you know what to talk to those folks about. I can go to, you know, a hip hop event and and feel comfortable in that space and you know all that kind of stuff. So to me, I think it's embracing the fact that you're different and 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 and, and knowing that other people are different and loving those differences and and learning about people, learning their stories, which is why I think what you guys have developed is so awesome, capturing those stories. So yeah, I'm a misfit because I like to stand out. I like to be different. I like to know a lot of different people that come from a lot of different backgrounds. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you. And too. actually, lastly, where can people find you? <laughs> where should they go to? <laughs> yeah, it? check out our website. It's www.marriedinmilwaukee.com. We're on all the social medias, you know, Instagram. On um, the Facebook. On the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I guess I'm on LinkedIn. I, I'm not too active, but I see your stuff and I'm like, man, I need to get into LinkedIn a little bit more. <laughs> so there you can find me at Angela.Quigley. Sweet. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, I, I like that you actually know the, the handle thing. Is it well, like... <laughs> hopefully. No, I might have said it wrong. You'll be connecting we'll with somebody else. put all the information else. down. <laughs> You're the best. Awesome. Thank you.